I'm Jimmy Lewis. And I'm Chris Barrett. And we're with Dirt Bike Test, and today we're talking about the 2021 Kawasaki KX450. Uh, they used to call it a KX450F. Kawasaki seemed to uh, drop that letter, and uh, it's got a couple small changes for 2021. It was all new in 2019, and then for 2020, it was basically a repeat. Uh, for 21 season, we are getting a uh, new coating on the piston, a diaphragm-type clutch spring, and oversized uh, Renthal fat bars. Uh, comes stock now compared to the 2019. And though those changes may not sound like a lot, um, we noticed some stuff, and we're not sure if we can attribute it to the changes. I know for sure the lighter clutch pull, which I felt um, was was welcomed, and then uh, I noticed a little bit of change in power. And in the beginning, I felt like that the rear brake didn't have as much bite because it does have a larger rotor than most of the other bikes. So I don't know, uh, were those kind of along the lines of the stuff you felt, Chris? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, the lighter clutch pole is definitely always a welcome improvement. Uh, as far as the power, uh, it's been a little while since I've ridden, you know, even the 20 and the 19, but, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's, 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 so you're, you're, you're coming from, you'd been riding, uh, an older Sierra 450 was your primary yeah. motocross bike. I'd literally taken a little bit of time off from riding every single motocross bike. Maybe in 20, I rode three of the six bikes. And then the last motocross bike I rode was the uh, 20.5 KTM and Husky factory editions. So I've kind of been current with it. But I remember when they came out with the 2019 KX450, and I really liked the direction of the motor and what they do with the power, which to me... Um, it felt like they really smoothed it out. Um, they made it they made it longer and more usable because I if if I remember correctly, and I'm pretty sure I do, the Kawasaki's used to not only be really loud. I mean, they just had, they were loud. They hit hard and and just pulled really hard. They they to me like always seemed like they were the kings of the horsepower. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Every time you got on the the older Kawis, it had that hit. You know that bark. Everything. Well, everybody's feels how fast it is coming out of corners and you get into the deep loamy stuff which i also kind of feel it matched their chassis when in 19 when they changed the chassis motor everything i like that direction how they went to more of the front steering kind of bike which i think with that you needed the smoother power to kind of complement it yeah the older bikes were that that longer uh you know kind of rail the outside of everything not not really a dive to the inside kind of bike. And, yeah, it was more slide. It was like, a, I, I always thought the old one was a little more of a rear steering where it seems like they, they went to more of a front steering, which is kind of the trend. Everything seemed to go to a little bit more of a front end handling handling bike. And if you have that explosive power with that, uh, the front, the, the back tries to pass the front end up or it, or it doesn't really like to, you know, steer it very well. It, it kind of gets kind of a confused sort of thing. But um, on the 21, what I noticed, it just seemed like the power was, I would say, a little bit smoother, and it seemed like it pulled and revved a little bit longer. And that's why I said maybe that piston, especially when the bike is brand new, um, kind of helps that sort of feeling. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, like you said, it still has that bark and, and hit that you want. It's just smoothed out and pulls longer. They kind of moved it across. Yeah, by no means is the bike slow. No, definitely not. And the other thing that Kawasaki does is they have three different couplers. They have a, uh, I think the green one is standard, 
the black one is the mellow or mud or you know less aggressive map and then the white one is the more aggressive map correct yes correct and and i found i i found myself a lot leaning towards the aggressive the aggressive coupler as as did i i mean it was like we we tried all of them and nobody i i mean it'd be interesting because i know your dad rode the bike a few times and he's a you know vet senior well senior (laughs) a senior super senior rider and uh (laughs) Um, I, I just right away after I rode the aggressive map for me, it felt like it gave it, um, a little bit more pull and allowed me to ride a gear high everywhere. So I didn't really, I, it wasn't, I was looking, I wasn't like looking for a more aggressive power. I was looking for the ability to pull a taller gear. Cause I kind of felt myself in, well, it was the right gear, but I was revving too much. And in the aggressive map, I map, I could be up a gear and then, and then pull it real easy. Um, and, and for that, uh, I really like the aggressive map. Yeah, yeah, and same with me. Uh, that's what I liked about the aggressive map. I'm, it had that little extra to pull the taller gear, but then what you run into a lot with the aggressive maps is they seem to, when you want, want to rev it out, they run short, where this one, it had that hit off the bottom, and then you could rev it out, it kept pulling, which yeah. I think uh, a lot of the time, it's like that's what you want. So they kind of nailed it with that one. And I, I know even my dad wrote it, and he liked the stock map, and he kind of went back and forth between the stock and the aggressive map. And in the end, he ended up liking the aggressive map more because he does run, you know, a taller gear. He doesn't like to rev the bikes out, and that kind of gave him the pull that he needed. Yeah, and it's funny. Like a lot of people just feel like, oh, aggressive is aggressive, and that's not for me. But sometimes, um, you know, you, you that's why you play with it. That's why we test this stuff. And and like everybody said, hey, that aggressive map really has a good character for everybody. The other thing I noticed and I really liked is it seemed like it um, reduced the amount of compression braking. Um, and I noticed it like on the on the flatter turns uh, at Glen Helen, I was just able to kind of go in there. And that's that's why I like the aggressive map, because when I went in a gear low, um, there was, you know, way too much compression braking. And then being that gear high plus, and that also, you know, being the gear high helps with the compression braking, um, allowed it to work better. And then same thing coming down the downhills, I didn't have to worry about using the rear brake, which we'll get into in a minute. Uh, so much, but overall, I think, you know, and, and then, and then adding the fact that that clutch is just easier to use, um, easier to kind of, you know, modulate it to, to tune the power, uh, just seemed like the, the motor package got significantly better than I remember. Yeah. Yeah. They did a really nice, nice job on, on putting that together and power where you want it and need it. And, you know, kind of how you were saying with, with the aggressive map, like, tracks we were riding Glen Helen I rode LACR it's like once those dry out and get hard pack you would think oh you know let me get off the get off the aggressive map maybe put in the mellow map or something like that but like you said pulling a taller gear and running a gear higher you don't have the engine braking rolling on the power it it's still hooked up really well in in the hard pack slippery conditions yeah and so that'll kind of move us over on into the suspension and uh, there's no changes to the suspension. Um, it's kind of been the same. And it's funny because when we went to the introduction, Kawasaki literally had a set of forks sitting there with stiffer springs in them. And they, <laughs> they know that we're picky. And so they're, they're like, they're like, well, do you want to, do you want to put these on? And we're like, no, no, we want to, we want to ride at stock. And, um, I know when I first rode it, it the, the handling, the, so the suspension, the handling was, I kind of had this sense. I'm like, it's okay. 
And that's the way I've always felt about Kawasaki's. They were never great and they were never, they were never bad. They were just okay. And then that, that's, I kind of got off and said, okay, I just want to ride it a second time and see if I have the same thing. Cause I didn't really know, I didn't really have a direction. I didn't really want to change anything. Uh, especially not going to a stiffer fork spring. I did. That wasn't the thing that came to my head. I'm just like, ah, it's good, but I don't know what I do to change it. But you hopped on and right away felt stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I didn't know they had a separate set of forks there with stiffer fork springs. Cause I probably would have liked to try that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We know after, but after talking kinda, about this, <laughs> but it's kind of what it's funny. I, I like the, the front steering bikes. Like, the older Cowies, I was never really comfortable on. Um, when you put them, put all the bikes together, I like their power, you know, and ride them a little different than how I like to ride. But anytime they go to the front steering bikes, like the the Hondas and the new the new uh, style Cowie, I take a front steering bike and then I still like to drop drop the back end of the bike. I kind of raise the front end, drop the back, which kind of seems a little counterproductive on the direction they're going. But for me, I like that feeling. I like a front steering bike, but then drop the back down to, you know, kind of, I don't know if it makes up for it or it, it makes, just it makes it a I little less, yeah, a little less sensitive. And, and you're, you're a taller rider. You're what? Six, two. Yeah. Six, one, six, one. So, yeah. yeah. So, so taller and you're able to move around more on the bike. And so you ended up uh, slowing the rebound down. Uh, at that first day riding, um, we start, kind of started with the SAG, you know, they were recommending like a 102, you know, somewhere 102, 103, something like that. I ended up going to like 106, 108, just to, to start with that, dropping the SAG on the back. And then, uh, we actually sped up the rebound on the front fork to kind of get it to hold up a little more. Right. And, and the way Glenn Helen was on that day, it worked really well and I was happy with it, but it wasn't until, you know, I rode LACR the next day to where I could really, well, I'd been riding out there a little more recent. And like you said, we, I haven't been riding a whole lot of moto and newer bikes, but going out there, I felt like, Oh, I wanted to drop the rear more, bring up the front end. And that's when I kind of, I Start, went started sticker on the, the high speed. Yeah. 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 Soften the back a little more and, and then open then stiffer on the front, open the high speed up. So the bike dropped a little bit in the rear. Yeah. Cause I didn't, I didn't change the sag but I opened up the high speed quarter turn just to get the back to drop a little more. And then I went stiffer on the fork and that's where, like you're saying it, they had stiffer springs. That's you're, 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 the maybe, direction I was going. Yeah. Maybe compensating a little bit for the, 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 the fork setting. So it was, it was the stiffer fork springs weren't out of the question. It was just kind of like, it, it, I didn't really feel like we needed it. And, and so I was, when, with your setting, I didn't like the front end because it was a little bit too springy. And I really liked the way that the front end kind of would, would get a little bit lower into the turns. And so I'm not really jumping on that, that spring bandwagon because then, then I'm going to be on the other side of the fence where I'm going to have to soften it up to get it to kind of get lower or maybe run a little bit additional, um, uh, you know, high speed compression on the shock or a little more spring preload where when you dropped it back down a little bit, that just seemed like it made the bike work, you know, so much better at Glen Hill. And I was, very, very comfortable on that bike. The, the two different days that I rode it and I did ride it back to back with the new Yamaha. And I was very surprised because usually when I ride a Yamaha, I do not, because I, I kind of fit on the Yamaha a little bit. I don't 
I'm not that comfortable on the Kawasaki. It was almost the opposite. I rode the Kawasaki and then I went back to the Yamaha and said, I need to make some changes here because <laughs> there was some really good, you know, just some stability characteristics that the Kawasaki had. Um, and when we were, we were, we were kind of like struggling with um, playing with the tune on the Yamaha motor, playing with the power tuner, the Kawasaki with the aggressive map and it was like just right for Glen Helen. I didn't struggle with keeping the front end on the ground. You know, it, it made power. The bike was super fast, but it didn't want to lift the front end. So uh, it all kind of comes down to the suspension. It, I think it's a really, really good um, package. And I, I would definitely play around with the stock springs before you kind of jump on the bandwagon to go to the heavier springs. And I, in the end, I was pretty happy with it. I don't know that I would have switched. I'm thinking you're on the fence. Uh, no, actually like exactly what you said. Like once, once I got the suspension set up to more, how I, how I liked it, getting the back, the drop down, the front, a little stiffer. I was really happy with the way it was working. Um, you know, it's one of those things. If I bought the bike, take it home, that's what I'm going to do to it before going a stiffer spring direction, or I'm not just going to bring it home and go like, Oh, I'm going to bike <laughs> set, springs. I'm going to do yeah, this. Send the suspension like, off. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. It's because you want to figure out figure out what it's doing first and what you like about it. And once I made those changes, you know, we went back to Glen Helen and I was a lot happier with how it was working after doing those. And and I feel just like you, I feel we got to where it needed to be with just playing with the stock suspension. Yeah. Um, you know, because not everybody's going to go out and be, they don't want to buy a new bike and they be like, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that do this yeah and but, we're and we're both a little uh, bit on the heavier side of the spectrum and and i know yeah. uh, trevor hunter also rode the bike and he he's you know he's lighter he's in the 150 pound range and he was like he does not need he did not need like all 450s <laughs> he's like i don't need it so you know when you're up in the weight range and stuff like that and you you know you just it seems like that was just something a lot of people jumped on and 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 i don't feel that that was, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's something you can do if you're, if you're one way or the other, but, uh, we were pretty happy with where we got it that way. And that kind of leads into the handling. And if, if there's anything, it, the, the, the bike is a more front end turning bike. We've said that kind of a lot. Uh, it's, it's pretty narrow. I mean, I feel like the bike is actually pretty narrow and like the ergonomics and where everything is kind of set up on that bike is just really, really standard. It's kind of like, I remember when, you know, the Honda used to be, you just, the, the Honda, no matter which bike you came off, you sat on the Honda and you felt really good. And that's the way this Kawasaki feels to me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I had no complaints getting on it. Um, you know, handlebars, everything, like just the size of the cockpit. I mean, I'm six one and jump right on it and you feel at home, you know? And that's something where, the older cowries I just wasn't comfortable on, which I, I don't know. I kind of keep going back to the longer, you know, that's how they feel. But, but no, they're, they're new, new chassis, you know, new design in 2019. It, it just, it definitely feels, it's, it's I comfortable. mean, it, it's comfortable and it feels so much lighter than the old bikes. The old bikes had a really heavy feel to them. And this one compared to those, I think feels really light. Although when you, you know, when I, you know, remember the other bikes in the class, it doesn't necessarily feel, um, a lot lighter than some of the other ones, specifically like the KTM is the one, the KTM and the Honda tend to feel the lightest in my world. And this is yeah. kind of like more like it's, it's fits there with the Yamaha and, and where the Suzuki is at on, on weight feel is kind of where the, where the Kawasaki is at. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense to me. I mean, I haven't, haven't ridden the newer, the newer bikes, but 
from what from what you know we used to ride and what I remember, it's it's along those lines that that I like. <laughs> yeah, the and the the other thing. So the other thing that makes Kawasaki a little bit different is the is the brakes. And for me, the front brake is kind of just in the middle middle of the field, but the rear brake is really really strong and. I thought when, when we were very first riding it, I, I remember that I used to have to be careful with the uh, rear brake. And in the beginning, I was, I'm like, hey, did they change something in the brake pads? And they, I guess the brake pedal got a different part number, but it just seemed like it was less touchy. And then someone who is a brake dragger, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, I don't know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So somebody is a brake dragger because <laughs> the, the disc rotor came back and it was a slightly different color of uh, like blue and brown. Uh, then the brakes got grabby again. And I was like, oh, uh, this, I struggle. I really do struggle with that, um, rear brake because sometimes when, you know, it, it, if, you know, I'm bouncing around on the bike and I don't really want it to come on, it doesn't just come on a little bit. It comes on a lot. And so I have to be a little bit uh, careful with that. I don't know if you feel the same or how you're on that. Uh, I didn't have as much as a, you know, of an issue with the brake, but like you're saying, brake dragging, I never used to drag the brakes. And, well, your riding style changes a little bit over the years and, and really not riding as much. And then you get into the hills and it's like, yeah, I found myself dragging the brakes a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, once, I don't know, I, I didn't have an issue with it. To me, they, you know, they felt really controllable. Um, just like you said, it, front brake, middle of the road. Um, but it's like, it's not something I'd be like, hey. You know, yeah, I remember. Horrible, I remember KTM. Or, yeah, I remember the KTM uh, uh, rear brakes specifically used to be kind of that way, like you know, too touchy and and a little bit more on and off. And this one is, I, I don't want to say it's it's on and off. It's just it's just can be kind of grabby, and it takes a little bit more precision than I feel like I have in my foot. And if if I were going to complain about something on this bike, that would probably be the literally the first and maybe one of the only things that I have to complain about. I'm not a fan of the tires. The tires aren't on, on my favorites list, but, um, they definitely do hook up, <laughs> you know, especially when yeah. you get the bike stood up and pointed straight, that thing uh, hooks <laughs> up and goes. But, um, other than that, I, I can't find anything to uh, really, uh, complain on. No, uh, you know, I usually try to find something that I can dig into and, and, and say it's bad. But, but no, I'm really happy with, with the, with the new Cowie. It's, he said from handling to the motor suspension, it, I checked all my boxes. Like I, I really happy with it. Yeah. So, uh, it's like I say, not, not a whole lot of, uh, changes and it seems like what they've done is they're happy with where they're at. Obviously the race team's pretty happy with where they're at. I mean, they've won the supercross championship, which is something they've been trying to get back for a little while. And a few years of outdoor, um, national championships to kind of speak for themselves. But, um, you know, there's definitely a different big difference from a, from a full factory race bike to, you know, the production bike, but that's sort of what they have to start with. So, um, yeah, pretty, uh, like I said, I, I'm kind of frankly surprised at how much I really like this bike and, and not being off, you know, maybe being off the bikes that I tend to ride more, the, the, the KTMs and the, the Yamahas and not spending so much time in those. And then now getting back onto the, the Kawasaki, I felt, um, you know, I've like felt a little more at home on it, which I think was, <laughs> it's good for Kawasaki. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it was definitely a bike when you know when you took it away from me, I was bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they do. It's they something. Do. I, it's something I wanted to spend a lot more time on, and uh, you know, obviously something I'm like, 
it's, it's that's definitely an option that I would look into buying. Like, it's not like usual when 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 you get to keep a bike for a long time. It's because nobody else wants it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like the good, the good ones don't tend to stick around for that long. But yeah, Kawasaki <laughs> did want it back, and um, and we put plenty of time on it. So. Hey, Chris, thanks for uh, joining and giving us some information. So if you are enjoying this uh, podcast, uh, check out Dirt Bike Test, which is www.dirtbiketest.com. If you want to learn more about this, about the 2019 KX450, we have a very good riding impression of that app or anything else. uh, You know, check out the website. Uh, We're pretty active on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Dirt Bike Test and of course share it with a friend so with for chris barrett this is jimmy lewis and we will see you out on the trail or maybe even the track cheers